All right, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cut the, cut the intro, cut the intro. Look, so we're in October. I, uh, I've been promising you a new spooky intro for weeks now. Um, we didn't get a chance to air it last week. I wasn't Once here. Now. Um, I, I, we didn't get a chance to air it. I wasn't here. Um, go ahead and hit the intro. I got, I got the new spooky intro right here for you. It's already loaded up. No, this doesn't sound new. Just wait. Spooky Ipsy Weird. Ooh, it's so spooky. Shut up. Don't judge me. That's the best you got? Yeah, look, I came up with it on the spot. It's the best you got. It's, 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 you had weeks to make a whole new thing. I was working on one. I, you know, I had something. I even sent you a sample. I was like, look, this is a start. I'm starting something. And you're like, no, nah, that's bullshit. It was yeah, the same I, intro, which is minus the trumpet. No, no, it wasn't the same. It was new. It was different. Uh, it was different instrumentals and shit too. No, it wasn't. It was. I'm gonna go find that clip and play it. No, I got it right here. I'm not gonna play it. But anyway, shut up. We finally did it. I got Nick here, and I got Tiffany from last week here in the same room. Okay. Hello. Um, it's supposed to be spooky. Once again, I don't think we planned anything or are prepared. No, because we don't prepare for shit on this podcast. Never. At uh, least I don't feel so bad now. I was supposed to do research, uh, and I didn't. I was supposed to make an intro for months. <laughs> I mean, we were supposed gathered. to. <laughs> we were supposed to uh, do some ghost hunting in my apartment. That's true. We were. You got, didn't, did you ever get the? Uh... I never bought the fucking AM FM radio spirit box <laughs> bullshit. Dude, those spirit boxes fucking annoy me. Like, seriously, I will wake up from a dead sleep if that's on TV, just because it's annoying. So, listen, I don't want to make this like a recap episode, right? But uh, can we get a quick synopsis of what happened last week? Uh, me, Obviously, the episode's not out yet. I haven't heard this. I have no idea what happened. Me and Tiffany talked shit about you for about an hour and a half. I would believe that, actually. <laughs> Anything specifically, I'd like to... It's constructive criticism. Oh, you're a piece of shit. You're always canceling plans. You never have time for your friends. You know, you're more worried about money than fucking life, happiness. And these things are mostly accurate. I wouldn't say it's so much that I'm worried about money, so much as I'm worried about maintaining a lifestyle that I've grown accustomed to. Don't defend yourself. Actually, Chris is a liar. I think he mentioned your name once, and then we bitched about work, that, both of our works, for uh, an hour and a half. <laughs> so that's literally the same thing we do yeah. every week. And we literally <laughs> talked about Chris's life needing improvement in all areas, not yours. So, so it was the same thing. We just switched you out with somebody else. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't miss anything. No. All right. I mean. No, but I, I don't think you know what I do for a living. So. I, I really don't. Um, well, we talked a little bit about how I can't really talk about it last week, but I work in Ooh, a, I work in a psychiatric hospital okay. that like services a very specific marginalized population. Um, and I can't really say more than that. Okay. That's. But it's, it is definitely like a locked down facility. That's okay. That fits RFID, right in the theme. RFID readers at every single door, every type door. of type of thing. Security all over the place. Yeah, my name badge is my RFID like. So we can hack it. Chip, please don't. I like my job. <laughs> <laughs> you can hack like my toaster of my refrigerator. Just don't hack my uh, yeah, that, my that, job. That Bob Ross toaster. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, yeah I forgot. Does, yeah. your, does your toaster make Bob Ross on the toast? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, instead of Jesus, it's Bob Ross. I respect that <laughs> greatly. That's actually, that's arguably better than Darth Vader toast. Oh, wow. I haven't actually heard that one yet. Uh, you have a Darth Vader toaster? No, I don't have a special toaster at all. My, I just got like a standard two-piece toaster that I got from Walmart for like now 11 bucks. I know what I'm going to get Nick for Christmas. <laughs> a toaster. <laughs> make it the Flash. Honestly, yeah, yeah that would probably be, that'd probably be the one for me. All right. As um, long as it does like a lightning bolt, he'll, he'll or, all over. Or, if you want to appease Chris, get me a Quicksilver toaster. Because mm. that's his thing, right? He wants well, to... Well, because Quicksilver is better than the Flash. Uh, that is false, but whatever. <laughs> you you are... You have a right to your opinions. However, your opinions are wrong. No, the Quicksilver is one, a better name, better suit, cooler guy. Better suit? There is no suit. He wears goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Still cooler than a red fucking onesie. Listen, that, that red onesie... It looks like a blur. Like that's all you can see is a blur. It's whatever. The lightning bolts, fire. Don't say fire. <laughs> I do it for you. Okay. That's you know, I would be a little concerned to work in a place with a bunch of crazies, but it can be kind of intimidating, but everyone I've met is pretty nice, actually. That's you know, actually speaking of it though, when you think about it, one could argue I do work at a place with a bunch of crazies. Yeah. 
we we have the same conversation. It's like you, I work in a building with a bunch of crazies. I'm like, well, I can say the same for about my yeah. my job. Yeah, yeah, the difference is mine aren't um, mine aren't uh, institutionalized. They're just out there in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what we talked about last week because I was Chris's work partner for a number of years, and I think there was like, I don't know, a time when everybody in the grocery department of the grocery store was like on some sort of mental health medication or had been hospitalized so yeah and chris wasn't one of them no i probably should be he should be <laughs> i was i was telling the story the other like earlier today before we got here where uh like the uh it was like seventh grade eighth grade oh no no not, not that not that i was telling you that story too but way back when i was like grade school fourth fifth grade they were like this guy is mentally challenged. We need to put him in special ed classes. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, that's actually why my week was so freaking terrible. My So my kid just started kindergarten, and she's super excited about it, but her teacher is not at all excited to have my kid in her class. She says my kid has a lot of problems and all this stuff, and I don't think that she's right. So it has been like a hell of a week back and forth emailing and advocating for my kid, you know. I know child development is not my area of expertise, but her teacher knows where I work, and I'm not a total dumbass. I'm not completely ignorant of, like, developmental health um, and behavioral health in kids. So I've basically been putting my foot down and saying, no, my kid is not getting ADD tested at five. Like, that's not happening. I, I just, I don't know if I, so, I believe in ADD at five years old. I mean, the, exactly. It, kids at five don't have an attention span, so it's not really like, <laughs> that's not like a, that's like a, that's not like a, uh, mental issue it's just that they're still developing yeah I mean I'm I'm like I'm all for each kind of parent and doing what they want to with their kids but I'm just saying for my own yeah. you know like I'm not letting that happen there are no safety issues at home like she's not getting up in the middle of the night and trying to leave the house for instance or anything like that so I don't really want to test her I don't want her pigeonholed in like a certain category of of kid and it feels like that's what they're doing and like we're a month into school, and I'm already dreading, like, the next 12 fucking years. That's I can't a, imagine how my kid feels. It's only been a month. Shit, I've only been taking care of the school for about a month now. These last couple of weeks have been the longest of my life. Yeah, just, just seriously. Wake, just just uh, waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning just to get him to school on time. Yeah, I mean, he had to drive here all the way to Ipsy to drop his kid off. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's been this this week particular. I don't know what's so special about this week, but this week has been the longest week of my life. I even called off on Monday. Chris damned me to work in Warren every day for a month, yeah. and so I had to drive from Ipsy to Warren every day, so I kind of feel your pain. Wait, how'd I do this? Because you wouldn't, <laughs> so oh. they made me do it. Was it the grand opening? Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't do grand opening, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Anything that involves grand anything, he's not doing. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, like a grand burrito, like a grande burrito? <laughs> that's not, that's, well, grande, sure, I guess, it's, but it's not, it's not grand. <laughs> it's not American grand, it's. I mean, I take a grand, too, like, so a couple things. Whatever. Um. Yeah, no, I just don't do open. Like, they try to get me to go to the UP. Yeah, so I went again. To the UP? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They wanted that, that green truck of mine. <laughs> they wanted me to drive that green truck the old, all the way to the UP. Wait, which, the, the old Ford? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, like the 90. Yeah, I guess the Ranger was green too. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the F-150. Yeah. The thing that eats gas. What was it, like a 92 or something like that? It's 96. Whatever, old as shit. <laughs> no but, way it's making it to the UP. No, yeah, I know. they were like, all right, we'll rent you a car, but then you don't get paid this and this and that, and that's going to get deducted. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to go. Don't make all these arrangements for me. I don't want to be there. I actually had the best week of my life, so that part was cool. I just didn't like driving back and forth to Warren every day in traffic. Like, that was some bullshit. I had to be there yeah, at 6 a.m., so I left Ipsy at like 4.30 I guess you were close enough where they wouldn't like put you up in a hotel room or anything like that. No, because I was at forty nine miles, and fifty miles is the cutoff. Mm. That's tough. Oh, it sucked. Uh, I had to go to Southfield. Uh, you know, this happened actually last Thursday. You know, we could have talked about it on Saturday, but well, you know, um, I had to go to Southfield for a uh, an award event the Thursday after work last week. It was like an after hours thing. I didn't even get paid for it. However, I did win an award. I was. What'd you get? Uh, maintenance team of the year. There you go. Woo! I, I was shocked. Uh, honestly, like I knew we were up for nomination. I wrote the nomination letter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know they're announcing the winners and stuff, and uh, they the guy that's up there. He's he's trying to be funny the whole show. Kind of kind of like crossing the line in some jokes, but I'll get to that another time maybe. 
Maybe. Um, but anyway, so he's announcing maintenance team of the year. And, and he says it something like, oh, you know, I forgot about this award. Uh, maintenance team of the year. And he says some other name than my property. Obviously, I'm not going to say the name of my property right now. But he says some other name. I'm like, oh, well, shit. I didn't expect it. And then he's like, oh, wait, nope, it's. And I was like, what? Hold on. Hold <laughs> up. I'm like, my face dropped. I'm, I'm looking at like, uh, you know, the, the woman in charge of HR. She's sitting right next to me. Um, and like we were chatting. And I'm looking at it like, oh, so I have to walk my ass up on stage to accept this award. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like the biggest goddamn honor of my life. It's not, but. Um, Do you it, get a bonus? I got nothing for it. Ugh. It's Did you get a trophy? I got a, a plaque. Pla- it's, it's a, it's, it's not a trophy necessarily, right? It's, it looks like a crystal. It's like about yay tall. Um, so but, it's completely useless. Yeah, it's a paperweight. It's a paperweight, but it says, you know, a maintenance team of the year 2021, you know, such and such property. At least you can list it on your resume. Well, yeah, I mean, it's nice. Um, I'd carry that bitch in my pocket. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it's at work, right? It's, it's the properties you, award. You, I just represent the maintenance team. But you live at work. I'd put that on my front lawn. <laughs> just like a little decoration. Front the lawn, boys. hell. It's glass, man. It'll get broken. <laughs> um, but put a little pedestal outside and a little bit of the lawn there. Put yeah. it right there. The irony is that, you know, we win maintenance team of the year, and then, like, they force us to work Saturdays because our work order count's high. So, you know. We should work on a work order count. Do we have? <laughs> but, like, what are we supposed to do about it? We're we're short. We have nobody here. We have fucking the whole property's falling apart. We got floods and roof so leaks and shit that we can't do nothing work about. With Nick, Chris. So. Because I'm his friend and I would have to. I, yeah, hiring him is very tricky. I have uh, to step out of the interviews and. Um, and I, I would have I, to I, move I don't re- in I, here. And... I can't really refer him gotcha. um, because I'm in a position of management. Gotcha. Like he would be my direct employee. I still would think that that would be like a really good way to refer people and like get people in, decent people. Well, no, and I, I agree with that. And like I said, there's, there's nothing that says I can't. It's just hard. It's hard because, again, I can't be part of the interview process. It means he's got to do well in the interview on his own. That ain't going uh, to happen. Um, second. <laughs> the, the, the glances were adorable between these two. <laughs> uh, second, um, it's for a maintenance tech position. And I'd have to, like, crash course him at HVAC. And mm. I'm not sure I'm a good teacher to crash course in HVAC. They said, I'm a hands-on person. You throw me in the field and you're like, get that shit done. Yeah. Show me how it's done. I can get it done. And you'd have to go on call. That's fine. Yeah. And, you know, but on call's not bad. Per se, um, it just uh, it's it gets you get those times where it's like you come out for a call and you drive all the way home. Depending on where you live, obviously, if you're living here, it's not that bad. But I used to live 20 minutes away from my old job. You get all the way home, you sit down, you're getting ready to eat, and the phone rings, and you gotta go all the way back out. It's back and forth, back and forth, and sometimes you get really bad nights. Sometimes you get weeks where you get absolutely no calls, but some weeks you get like constant phones ringing. You see, I don't. I just I just park my truck. Just sleep in the truck in the yeah on the property. If I didn't live like on site, yeah. But anyway, um, you know that's that's pretty much all there is about that. I'm not gonna go too far into work. This is supposed to be spooky, ipsy weird. Anyway, you heard the intro. Yeah, there's nothing spooky about that intro. Uh, Shh. It said spooky. It said spooky. It so said spooky. Which spooky are we like gonna tackle? Are we gonna talk about ghost stories? Or are we gonna do Ouija board oh. stuff or what? Your baby. You yeah, know. honestly, I, I didn't come prepared for this. I was banking on you to know well, a lot. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you, you are the one with spell books. Oh, yeah. God. You're the, you're the expert is, in the paranormal, <laughs> if you will. This is what happens when people talk to my husband instead of me. My I saw the book. I've it, seen it. Yeah, it's not. It, it's a, a list of book. ingredients and how to use them in spells. No, it's a it's an atlas of plants. Yeah, and it says and it shows you their magical properties and how to use them in a spell. <laughs> you sound exactly like my husband. <laughs> Only Adam was way more animated, and I think he even did like a dance around the kitchen. I'm not I'm not sure. All right, so let's let's. What do you cook up to I, to I, create something? I mean, like I don't actually. Come and, on, there's got to be something. And her Who sister's keeps a book. Her sister's the witch. And like, who yeah, keeps well, okay, so my sister is actually like Wiccan, but I don't believe in anything, <laughs> so I am not. Um, but I do know a her. Her bit. bookcase would tell you otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I've heard stories, right? And I'm not buying. I got it. an encyclopedia of like demons and angels. Yeah, she has to do a bunch of studies. I don't have spell books. 
I'm gonna buy her some spell books just to. I'm not <laughs> buying it. Right? I, think I do have the Malus Maleficarum, but that's like the witch hunting manual from the 1400s. I was about to say before she explained that. I was about to say I don't even know what that is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is like the Christian like seminal text on witch hunting. I had I just bought it. I haven't read it yet. So let's just put it like this though. Like, I mean, Chris the books. Said, Chris said he didn't want me to bring it though. Let's, right. let's just put it like this though. The books you have on your shelf are things that in the 1600s you'd get burned at the stake for, right? Mm-hmm. So. Potentially. So, I mean, but I would all say... all of those books were... Only one was written in the 1600s. I mean, okay, but <laughs> it's the type of book, right? And with that said, I, I would still like to wager that you're far more versed in this than either of us. He's a skeptic entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I just have personal experiences that I've dealt with in my life, but no knowledge on it whatsoever. Well, that's the thing is, like, I, I bring you two here because... You have... Is that your foot I keep hitting? Yes, quit playing with my foot. Well, quit putting it on my side of the table. <laughs> I got to sit at a weird angle because it's a tiny little table. Get me a bigger table. <laughs> I will. I got that 10-footer. All right, we're going to bring it right over here. That just means you have to come here every week. No, nah, fuck that. Exactly. But what I was saying is both of you have paranormal things happen to you, apparently. Like you got some weird shit with some toys. I don't, I don't know. You, got, you have Wait. a ghost living in your trailer or something? <laughs> yeah, we nicknamed him Robert. Uh, so... I'm not actually sure that he exists, but I'll get into that in a little bit. So that's what bring you to talk about your paranormal stories. I'm definitely He's- intrigued about Robert. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> um, no, for a long time, I saw like a, it was like a, not a shadow person. It was like the thing you catch out of the corner of your eye that, that's like child height. Like I thought it was my kid. You know what I mean? But it was not because my kid would be like sitting and watching television in the other room and paying no attention. And I swear that I saw her run down the hall. Like, her? And you named her Robert? So, no, like well, her, her, my kid. Oh, oh, okay. I okay. would swear, sorry, should have been more clear. Um, my daughter's name's Ella. So I thought that I saw Ella run down the hall and it was not. So, Anyway, I kept telling my husband, and he's, like, rolling his eyes and saying, yeah, right, until he was home alone one day and had the exact same fucking thing happen to him. And he's the one who named the ghost or shadow person Robert. But it was a child's eyes. Yeah, I know. Can we talk about the fact that I just don't think Robert's a fitting name for a child? I mean, but someone, people have named their children Robert. Robert. I get that, but, right, there are, like, certain names that, I think you we hear. should introduce Nick and Adam. They'd be friends. Like you, you hear certain names, and you think to yourself, like, that's not something that you would think is a is a child. Like, the name Karen, for instance. You hear the name Karen, you don't think of, like, a baby girl. You think of, like, a grown-ass woman. Who's Bitchy. complaining to uh, the manager. To the manager, right? Like, <laughs> honestly. Um, Robert's just one of those names that, like, I don't see that being a child. I see that being, like, a man in his... Mid to late thirties. Yeah, the man in the mid late thirties had to become a child. Was a child at one point. Sure, I guess. But semantics. The worst one is I, when I <laughs> when I was at the grocery store uh, pushing carts. Uh, we there was a guy there and his name was Rusty, and he was like twenty four, and his name was Rusty. I'm like, there's no twenty four year old named Rusty. Mm-hmm. I went to high school with a kid named Rusty. I knew him until he was about twenty four. So there are twenty four year old Rusty. Yeah, but like that's just the name you don't. I knew a kid. To, I knew a kid slightly younger than us back in high school. His name was Rusty. See, I don't know. I just that's, oh, that's the yeah. name I put with an old person. Yeah, you guys he, went he to was, school together, right? Yeah, yeah. No. I'm older than both of you. Yeah. So. Well, you know, well, look at you. We're, you that just means you're closer us. to being spooky than we are. I know. I actually <laughs> probably am <laughs> for a number of reasons, not just my age. Um. Uh, I don't know, man. I thought I was pretty close. I called out of work Monday because I was having some pains in this right side here that if they were on the left arm, I would have been more concerned. I had a heart attack. I, so. I haven't, but I was. I felt yeah. like I was right there. I'm saying don't discount it yeah. because I've already yeah. had one. I feel like I have many heart attacks every time I eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> I don't eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> but they're delicious. You want to go get some cheeseburgers? <laughs> Is that what we're getting after this? Uh, no, I've <laughs> actually... You know, depending on if you stick around for dinner or not, I've actually got Sean picking up Chinese food from the place that we talked we, about. We before. we had Panda Express. Yep. Okay, that's you know that's that's but food that exists. Yeah, it's not bad. The orange chicken. Hey, hear me out. I like Panda. Don't get me wrong. I do. I I enjoy Panda Express. Um, it's just nobody else that actually wants Chinese food never wants Panda Express. Well, I mean, it's, it's just like it's right next to our house, and it's the quickest thing to get. There are no actual good Chinese restaurants on the west side of Ann Arbor. Like, there, there are none. There's nothing good here either. We're, so the place that we're getting it from is it's 20 minutes away. Just, you know, yeah. Sean happens to be going out that direction. So yeah. he's going to pick it up for us. 
Yeah, even in 20 minutes of directions, there's nothing good on the west side of Ann Arbor. That's tough. Yes. You know, <laughs> so Panda Express is like the closest thing I have to edible Chinese food. I did eat at one Chinese food place, and I got food poisoning the day after. So, I mean it. They're not edible. You know, <laughs> I, I I feel like Chinese food's kind of always questionable like that, too. Um, I've had some pretty rough Chinese. Hell, the, like, when you were here that time we ordered Chinese, I felt like shit the next day. Like, absolute, my stomach was a not shit. I don't know how you felt, but... I'm trying to think back to how I felt. I don't remember. My, my, my bowels are always in a state of weirdness so i couldn't tell you that's because you don't put down the burgers oh my goodness so do you want to talk about your ghost experience Nick? <laughs> so <laughs> enough of this shit um now i, I mean I, I can tell you more about robert but i will happily discuss it i feel like it's been talked about on this podcast yeah, before but fucking bring it up again goddamn. All, right, all right so it is uh, mine doesn't have a name all right i didn't name this one but when i was a child a wee lad if you will um which makes this story semi-unbelievable in and of itself because I was a young child. Mm -hmm. However, I am now 30 years old and I am still convinced that this was real. Mm -hmm. So it's real to me. When I was a young child, I used to keep all these various stuffed animals on the side of my bed, like children did, um, and all of my toys were scattered all over the floor. I woke up one morning and I had this brontosaurus stuffed animal and its neck was just, its head and neck were just moving up and down just on its own like this. And I look over on the floor, and I've got a little two-face action figure whose feet are kicking up and down. And I can't name any of the rest of my toys that were moving around because those are the ones that stuck in my brain. But like all You're of sure my, you were awake. I am positive because I hopped up and ran to my parents' room. I, I believe you. I just wanted to make sure yeah, you yeah. were sure. Yeah. So, like my toys and shit were moving around, um, and I hopped up and I ran to my parents' room. I'm banging on their door, "Mom, Dad, Mom, Dad!" And they came running in there, and of course, nothing was happening. Um, now. To further implant this story into your brain, um, a different time, around the same age, I woke up to an apparition above me, if mm. you will, um, that when I was a child, it was a small apparition. It was very small. And I assumed it was like, I, I always said it was a leprechaun ghost. How old were you? I don't remember at this point. I was young. I Admittedly, I was probably six, maybe. Okay. Guessing. Um, enough to where I was building, you know, cognitive memories in my brain. But oh yeah, no, I just want. There's a big difference between like six and twelve, yeah. and both are kids. Yeah, so that's fair. Um, but I woke up to this apparition. Twelve years old with stuffed animals in your bed. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? You remember how long I had Barney on the wall? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did not think about that. Um, but no, I, uh, you know, I woke up to this apparition above me that at the time I just I thought it was like a leprechaun, right? Because it was small, but. As an adult, looking back on it, I think to myself, it could have been a child. And that could explain why my toys were being played with. Um, it could be. You know, it was just me. I was lonely. I'm sure, because you have the ability to just be hanging out in a shadow in my room. I mean, above me. I'm usually lost and forgotten about. People don't see me that much. So was it a shadow person? You know that term, right? Uh, yeah. Um, it's hard to say, right? Because it looked like a full-bodied apparition. But again, it was dark. Mm-hmm. I couldn't truly make out what I was seeing. I just know that there was a humanoid figure sure. above me in what, you know, appeared to be, I should say, a humanoid figure above me. But, I mean, it's, I've never had anybody truly believe me about it, uh, I'm especially gonna, this man. Uh, well, Chris doesn't believe anybody for any reason, but I'm going to believe you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and again, to this day, I can't tell you what I saw because I have no hard evidence that paranormal exists nobody has any hard evidence exactly right i don't it's just care a, who they are what they do i'm sorry but what, zach baggins what's his name maybe i don't know yeah but this experience happened to me it's it's in my memory it happened to me what it was i can't explain and that's the paranormal in and of itself yeah. right that's that's all it is it's just the unexplained not normal paranormal sure i don't know I was I was talking to this guy at work. Uh, he he's a FedEx driver, and uh, I was talking about we were gonna do this. You know, talking about paranormal stories, and he's like, I got one. And like apparently it was he was at his dad's funeral, which is sad, I guess. And uh, <laughs> damn, <laughs> ouch, Chris. I guess I'm gonna but, say that during his funeral. Oh, it's sad. I guess I would hope so. That's, that no one should be crying at my funeral. And as long as you guys keep my mother away from it, I'm fine with it. Oh, I'm pouring Fago all over it. Oh, my Bring it back to the old school. <laughs> You're going to paint my face in the coffin? For real. Like, 
Oh man. Uh, yeah. But uh, he was, you know, he his dad's funeral. I think it was his dad or his grandfather. One of the two. It doesn't matter. It kind of matters, but I don't. I don't remember. Uh, but apparently, him and his his aunt both saw this like orb spirit thing, like fly around the room. And he's like, "That's I, I believe in the spirit." I'm like, "Well, fuck you. That's stupid." I Whenever mean, anybody talks about orbs or whatever, I always think of Phantasm, the movie with the you know the lobotomizing, yeah, like sphere. Yeah, I, orbs are one of those things that's like, of the, all things paranormal, I'm the most skeptic about orbs because it's just it could just as easily be dust in your camera. And it's like him and his aunt were the only two people in the entire thing to see it. They have keen eyes, and they could see dust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Now, Sean had another situation. I'm pretty sure I've told you about this one too. I don't fuck if I remember. Um. <clears throat> so back when we lived in Orlando, we used to do some side work. Um. Uh, renovating houses, if you will, right? Yep. Just doing like the the um, hardware changeouts in houses, the lights and shit like that. Um, so we're working on this house, and in this house, in the master bedroom, right off the oh. bathroom, there's a fucking black stain, huge stain on the floor outside the bathroom. That I didn't pay it any mind. Hell, I was laying right next to it at one point, underneath the kitchen, uh, underneath the bathroom sink, trying to put the faucet in. But we're out there outside um, having a smoke break. And um, this is back when I smoked. We're having a smoke break, and uh, one of the neighbors comes by. Oh, do you guys are you guys the homeowners? No, we're just working for a company that's renovating this place. Um, oh, I used to know the guy that lived here. He's a close friend of mine. He uh, he committed suicide in there. You don't say. Um, he starts. He that's starts. Nice. He that starts. Go, he starts going into detail about how he shot himself in the head, and the bullet went through the bedroom wall, outside the other or out the other side of the wall. And then went through the wall above the fridge. Right? In detail. He's telling us this. We go back inside to do some investigating. And I stay, I, I look at that spot on the floor. I'm like, oh, that's what that is. That's brain matter. That's just, that's bio. And I'm standing there doing my, you know, spatial awareness investigating. And I look up. Like an episode of CSI now? Yeah. And I look Slow up. motion camera pan around the room. <laughs> yeah. I look up. And there's sure shit enough. There's a patch in the wall. We go to the other side of the wall. There's another patch on the exact opposite side of the wall. And then we look over across the fridge, to the fridge, and above the fridge, there's another patch in the wall. And we're like, oh, fuck, this guy's right, man. This guy for real committed suicide in here. Now, that's important to the story because the situation happened after we learned this. Um, We were packing up for the night. And Sean, you know Sean, he's got a very kind of vulgar sense of humor. Um, We're packing up for the night. We're turning off all the lights. And he makes some crack about there's some headless guy in here jacking off. Uh, and he heard a voice say, that's not funny. And he asks me, he was like, was that you? I said, what? Cause I didn't hear anything. He's like, what are you talking about? And he fucking bolted out the door and I go catch up. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? He was like, something back there just said, that's not funny. And, you know, and that's become a running gag, um, forever, uh, <laughs> between Sean and I anymore is I'll just randomly go up to him and be like, that's not funny. Um, but you know, so that was, that was his experience. Yeah, I got nothing like that. The only thing I got is that house off of like Ottawa Street that looked all the, creepy as fuck. With the hill. With the hills in the back. back. And we were like, oh man, he buried bodies in there. That's why there's a hill. That's a body of hills. You remember we used, to, bodies. we used to think that like the, the hills would move and shit? Yeah, those yeah. were good times. But that, I'll, we were kids. Yeah. It's stupid. And none of that shit's real. I don't, necessarily, I don't necessarily believe he buried bodies back there. All right, because I think we'd know about that by now. You would think so, but uh, I think that house has changed owners. A, a handful of times, I'm sure. Um, just like every other house in that neighborhood anymore. But uh, that doesn't mean all paranormal's not real. Well, it, it, no, it's all not real. It's all fucking your brain. The brain's a fucked up thing. You would I don't, know. I would know. <laughs> but the brain's a fucked up thing. We don't quite understand how it works. And the brain just fucking does some weird shit from time to time. It does do some weird shit from time See? to time. She went to school for this shit. <laughs> she knows some stuff. The brain does some weird shit from time to Listen, time. Listen, I took two psych classes in college. I am very <laughs> well informed on how psychology works. I took I took Psych 101 and Ab Psych. Come at oh, me. Nice. Come at me. Right. <laughs> I flunked out of college. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, well, I dropped out of college. I didn't flunk out. I flunked out of high school. And then you finished high school. Yeah. At a different cheated. high school. Well, you finished. You got there. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I cheated. Got scholarships. Went to college. Like, nope, and left. Yeah. You did better. Than, you graduated high school better than I did, and I actually. Didn't try all the way through. I'm sure you guys both did better than my husband. 
who like skipped all but like five days of his senior year and made it on a Willow Run. So well, I mean, it's Willow Run, right? I mean, I graduated from Ipsy High, so, you know, slightly higher standards. <laughs> right. <laughs> only a little, though. I mean, only enough to where, like, you put Willow Run and, high, uh, and Ipsy High in the same football field, they're going to brawl. Yeah. You know. For so. sure. Now they're the same school. Now they're the same school. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just heard about an all-years reunion for Willow Run folks, and I just shook my head. Can't even imagine. Did you go to Willow Run? No. Okay. No. Uh, she's from, like, somewhere else. Yeah, I've heard stories though. Trust me, I've yeah. heard I've heard lots of stories. Yeah. I have a couple different like paranormal experiences that aren't. Cur- I have one from being little, but it's not from being six. It's like nine. See, that's a little bit more credible. Not really. It's none of it's credible. It's a little bit more credible. I mean, I've watched so much Nukes Top Five that none of that shit's real. Well, I like Nukes Top Five, all right. But let's be honest, all of his videos are like that. Was truly chilling. Yeah, no, fuck the guy's voice. Whatever doesn't matter. <laughs> the, the content he shows, the top five scary videos on the, of the week. You watch all that shit. Like, nah, come on. I can see how that was fake. Look, so, but you got to appreciate the titles. Like, so scared you'll run home and cry to your mom. <laughs> clickbait fucking title. That's awesome. I don't know. Things like that make me laugh. No, mine wasn't anything that you could even verify. Anyway, it was a dream. But the dream was so obnoxiously real and I actually wrote about this to my friends that do a different podcast out of Canada called the ghost story guys so if you want like the more in-depth we should have called them you can listen to their we should have a better podcast we should we should collab with them on one episode right Brennan's pretty awesome (laughs) (laughs) but anyway uh no so I was nine and my mom she passed away she died of a brain aneurysm so like really suddenly um but she was in the hospital for three days, like, prior to actually being taken off life support. And I'm sure it was really hard on my dad. The night that she died, she was at a bar playing volleyball. So I didn't get to see her. And then I didn't get to go to the hospital because she was in surgery and ICU, and they don't let kids in for that. And I'm sure you know that. So it was pretty quick, though, right? So, like, the brain aneurysm and then her death were all pretty... Yeah, I mean, she wasn't conscious after the aneurysm erupted but they were trying to do what they could to save her right so all i knew was that my mom was in the hospital and my dad was gone and i was at my grandma and grandpa's so for four days you know i don't really remember what exactly happened and kind of blocked that that shit out but i remember the last night that i was at my grandma's i had this dream oh i'm sorry i think i was at my aunt's that last night same fam- same side of the family i had this dream where my mom came to me and was like, hey, I'm really sorry, you know, I'm going to have to leave you alone with your dad for a while. Like, my mom and I were best friends. My dad, he worked all the time to support us, and I never really got to know him until after my mom died. So I was like, you know, I don't want to stay with dad. (laughs) Like, And she's like, I'm really sorry, you're going to have to, but I'm going to take you to do three things before I leave. What three things? They can be anything. What do you want to do? So, of course, being nine... Um, and my mom was a metalhead when I was little. And, you know, we're talking 80s metal, 90s metal. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go see Metallica. It was before the Black Album people. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to go see Metallica. So uh, she took me there, and she took me to a Red Wings game because that was really important to me for some reason then. And uh, then the last thing, I wanted to go to, like, Discovery Zone, which for people who don't know is, like, Chuck E. Cheese on steroids. So... That's what I wanted to do. So she took me to all those places, and then she told me to be good and, you know, all that motherly stuff, and she basically said goodbye, and then I woke up from my dream, and that's the day that I found out my mom died. So it was like, and it's something that stuck with me my entire life, and I'm just like, I really, I really think she was trying to say goodbye. You know, I don't know, maybe I was sleep deprived. I don't remember a lot about those four days, so I can't really give you any insight. Mm -hmm. And knowing what I know about the human mind, I suppose I could have made up anything, but yeah, and, it, and to you, hang on to it in such detail all this time. You almost wonder, too, with, with stories like that, it really kind of, it makes you wonder, like, do you have to, what do you have to believe in to believe that that's real? Right. Right? Like, I mean, do you have to believe that, that, that there's an believe. afterlife and she was trying to contact you from the afterlife, or do you just have to believe that that's, that, that spirits and paranormal can, can reach you in your dreams? I mean... Yeah, or like, 
for my mom, I know she was in a she was in a coma on life support up until they disconnected life support. So like, was her spirit just in peril and it like hadn't moved mm-hmm. anywhere from her body yet? So was she able to like? Because I don't believe in God now, right? At all. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but like, you know, there might be a multiverse out there. Who knows? I don't know what happens, but I definitely don't believe in God and a cartoon devil. So I could. Uh, I could talk about the multiverse a little bit. I'm not <laughs> sure how well it fits into spooky, but I was actually just having a conversation about multiverses the other day. Um, yeah. It involves time travel and how you f- how you see um, time and everything like that. And if we have time, maybe we'll get into that later. But I don't want to ruin the spooky episode with that. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> I've read some really great books uh, by a quantum entanglement expert about time. So I would like to talk to you about that, but not today. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we, we're at 36 <laughs> minutes right now. Eventually, we'll probably get to a point in this where we're going to have to kill some time anyway. Maybe we'll touch base on it then. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was actually the most, uh, I guess, um, stuck paranormal experience in my head. Um, and then the only other one, after my dad remarried, um, we moved into my stepmother's house. She had two other kids, and they told me that they're the previous owner had died in the house she was an old lady she was sick with pneumonia um and the house was built upside down like the kitchen was upstairs then there were bedrooms on the mid floor and bedrooms on the bottom um and apparently she uh tripped down the second set of stairs going from like the mid to the lower level and broke her neck so her husband found her with a broken neck when he got home and you know little kids they of course, she wasn't buried in the back of the property, but that was, like, the local lore. Well, but then also, I mean, <laughs> people say that the that spirits can get tied to places places and possessions and stuff, so. Well, yeah, I mean, so my sister, um, she always said, oh, I've seen her, I've seen her, my stepsister. I've seen her, but I never did until I wasn't seeing. I got up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night when I was, like, 12, and all of a sudden, there were footsteps everywhere. Like, it just sounded like footsteps everywhere, coming from every direction in that house all at once. And I flattened myself against the wall because I was about to piss my pants out of fear and urgency. And that was, like, my first true, like, oh, my God, this is a fucking ghost experience. Do but ghosts the- leave, or do, do ghosts make footprint sounds, or is that just something you hear in the movies? I just, No, I just <gasps> think it was her, like, getting attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, she obviously only fell on one set of stairs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It probably didn't make any, like, footstep noises when it happened. Yeah. But it was just fucking weird. So. Now, I'm going to ask. Uh, it's going to sound a little insensitive, but I have to ask because, you know, it's the curiosity in me is dying to know. It's okay. In your, in your dream, in the, in the first story, in your dream. Did the Red Wings win? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. I think I got a Chris Osgood jersey though. Ooh, it was Osgood. like it so was, that was actually that was, like, that was a good era. It was actually like the year before they won the Stanley Cup for the first time or whatever. So, so like ninety six. That's when they 97, won. My yeah. mom died in ninety five. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Okay, so I mean that was a good era of, of hockey. I was I remember watching that when I was a kid. That was like that probably was why it was important to me because <laughs> yeah, hockey is definitely not on my radar now. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean I don't follow it so much anymore either. The the Red Wings turned to trash, and I mean, but they brought Eiserman back, so I mean. You know. Yeah, I heard. I, I, heard. I, I know dig about sports. I, absolutely none. You probably don't even know what bowling is. <laughs> it's a, it's not a sport. It is technically a sport. Oh my god, you and Adam, yeah, Adam agrees with you. He hates bowling. It's on ESPN. So is poker. <laughs> Poker's not a sport either. <laughs> um, no, but anyway, I, we we can get back to what we were talking about. I just had to. I had to ask. My curiosity was dying. Yeah, no, you're. you're Out of all that, I was like, did the Red Wings win? <laughs> no, I mean, like the rest of it was touching, right? But like, uh, but I got the message for the rest of it. That I just yeah. there was that one answer <laughs> that I didn't. I I didn't have a conclusion to. I know? wish I remembered. To be honest, it'd be nice to remember like the not heartbreaking elements of that dream. Yeah, I know. Uh, I used to have a recurring dream when I was a kid that Godzilla was attacking the town, but that's probably unrelated to everything. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. <laughs> um, and he attacked the town by putting us all in bubble, in a giant bubble. Like not oh. each our own bubbles, but like all of us in one collective bubble. Mm. Um, or she, he, Godzilla's a she. Godzilla's a mom. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Is that how it all started out? I feel like I would have, I should have known this. I'm not a Godzilla person. Look, I'm not either, but I, I will admit, I did watch the new, I say that in air quotes, um, 
remake of Godzilla. Not the not the sequel to the remake, but the actual like the remake that had Brian Cranston in it. I did watch that not long ago because I was like, eh, maybe I'll get into the MonsterVerse. I didn't, but again, I do this a lot, man. We just tangent too much. Hey, that's what, that's what happens. No, I've got a good spooky movie for the end of this, but no, back to so back to Robert because that one is actually like I'm not really sure. At first, I was like, this is a ghost in my in my house this ghost followed us from our apartment to our trailer like that's the funny part so it's attached to one of your possessions then. that's that's what i that's what we think now but burn before, everything yeah you gotta bolt, burn the whole place down salt it and burn it <laughs> what are we in supernatural of now? course <laughs> <laughs> i mean i love supernatural but um no but i honestly i was surprised but it's really strange because okay so a lot of people that i've told this story to if they believe me they're saying oh it's because you had a near-death experience so that's why you can sense robert well adam didn't have a near-death experience so why the hell does he like go through a similar sensing process yeah but i don't know like it seems like i don't know if you've ever heard the theory that our personal energy can kind of affect electronics or cause us to see things i've heard that like that's kind of what i am thinking now it might be because like Okay, so I was watching that. It was one of those shows where people live in Alaska and they're survivalists. I don't know which one. But there is there is one character who was talking about how she lost a, her two-year-old daughter, how, like, she drowned in a river. And I started bawling. I couldn't handle it. And I was crying so hard, and all of a sudden the TV shut off, like, by itself. And Adam was sitting next to me. He goes, thanks, Robert, you know, joking. <laughs> but I, you know, thinking back on it, I was like, I wonder if it was my energy that, you know, made the TV go off. Because it did. It just turned off, and then Adam had to turn it back on and put on something else. Um, and then we were getting married, you know, a year later. And we were. this is what made me think of the energy thing. We, I was so excited when the day that we got our marriage license. We are sitting outside, like, the county uh, town hall where you do the records, like mm-hmm. the marriage certificate, and the fucking light above me goes out. But I'm so excited, you know? So my energy is just like all over the place. And then Adam's like, well, that can't be Robert. So what's going on here? Ooh, you know what? So, Popular opinion. What? Maybe Robert's attached to you. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, I did have an abortion once, so. Maybe we have to salt and burn you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, my kid might miss me, but I'm sure my husband would be thrilled at this point. <laughs> oh damn! My my witch wife is dead. Bring me life insurance. <laughs> and we burned her at the stake. At too. the stake too. Yeah. <laughs> or do we do the old school thing and just uh, like tie her to a rock and dump her in the water? Because if she's a witch, she'll survive, right? I mean, that's the uh, way it I, works. I like burning better. I mean, okay, it's more absolute. Didn't they throw Marge off a cliff in one of the Treehouse of Horrors? Probably. I, I don't really watch Simpsons. But, but she was a witch. Yeah, I feel I vaguely remember that, but I don't really watch Simpsons. It's been going on for so long that I, I just feel like it's the stale first anymore. Ten seasons. Yeah. That's it. That's all I've ever. <laughs> I feel like really any. Watched. I feel like any show that goes on that long just kind of loses its allure. I mean, I, I liked South Park for a while too, but I can't tell you what anything has happened in the last three or four years. Yeah, we talked about that last week, actually. But yeah. Yeah, The Simpsons got brought up last week on the... Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't watch the fucking what? Simpsons. But then he brought up South Park, so you guys are very alike. Well, yeah, we used to love <laughs> that shit. I mean, kind of. Yeah. You Didn't you used to have the a hat um, that had The Simpsons on it? Or the, not The Simpsons, the, like a uh, South Park kid on it. Yeah. I had a t-shirt that had the mini deaths of Kenny. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then uh, I think we went to Gibraltar once, and they had the giant stuffed animal. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I do remember those, too. I, remember I think I still got those. Yeah, you had Kyle and Stan, I think. I had all four. You had all four? I had all fucking four, man. I don't remember having all four. And then I had, I had the small guys, too. I had all four of the small guys and all four of the big guys. Yep. You were laughing at me. <laughs> all right, well, so we've done, we've gone this whole thing, right? You know, you're a skeptic. I get you. Dude, but nothing like that has happened to you me. Have, you have nothing. Like nothing even remotely close. What about that one time we're sitting at your place and your, your magic mat just fell off the shelf? It's just gravity, motherfucker. How was it? Gravity would have been sitting there just fine previously. I mean, and it was like you know, like these, like I know, like I know the one instant that it was on recorded on was the shovel falling over. Yeah, then I've been propping that shovel up all fucking week, so it's just been wobbly ever since. So it just kind of lost its. And then there was a time I was at my desk on the computer, but I'm like, like a sprite bottle falls over. 
Maybe Chris just isn't like sensitive enough. Yeah, you know what? He's I'm just a very sensitive person. <laughs> I cry a lot. <laughs> I mean, maybe you're apathetic to the spirit world. It's stupid. <laughs> you can never be the avatar. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you I can. almost wore Appa socks today. Don't even. <laughs> no, I'm more like a tough person. Like that's that's my level yeah, right top, there. Top is kind of where it's at, honestly. Fuck being yeah, the seriously. avatar and trying to save the world. Just do your own fucking shit. Yeah. Can Tough. we talk about how slept on Sokka is, though? Fuck Sokka. No, but listen, like, come on. at the very end Fuck of the show. Hold on. At the very Fucking end of the boomerang. show. Yeah, you realize at the very end of the show, right, Um, and they're on the fucking, um, what are those goddamn things, like blimps or whatever they're called. Zeppelins. Mm-hmm. The Zeppelins, yeah. right? They're on the Zeppelins, and Sokka is holding up Toph. Um, while the whole, uh, while everything's blowing up, and she's scared out of her mind because the, she can't see and she has no ground to stand on. She has literally no idea what's going on. And Sokka is there. He is her fucking lightning rod in that moment in time. Well, he, cool. he did one good thing. All right. <laughs> it's it's pretty cute. And not actually. to mention, not to mention, literally all of his friends have bending abilities. And he still sits there and fights with the rest of them. Right? He's, he's right there in the fields with him. Yeah. He's putting up a fight. Well, it's because he wants to be a leader like his dad. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, no, like, he's an all right person. But like, I, like if I had to be like... I'm not saying he's the coolest character, but I'm just saying he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Dude, Uncle I think Iroh. He, I think he gets... Oh, the world doesn't deserve Iroh. I know. <laughs> you know, and like, you remember the episode where they dedicated it to the, the original voice of, of Iroh? Yep. That was sad as hell. It was sad. Like, and he's there with his son in Bossing Say, and I'm like, oh my Welcome God. Welcome to the Avatar podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there is an Avatar podcast that I just started listening to where they interview the voice the voice actors of all the characters. So you're telling me that we're going to drop this podcast and just start listening to Avatar. <laughs> yeah, fuck <Yeah>. it. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, actually, my daughter really liked Avatar. We sat and watched the whole series like a couple months ago. I only just watched the series the first time in my life, right, right before I hit Netflix. You are freaking kidding me. You've been friends with Chris for this long? He's been telling me to watch it for yeah, this long, I, too. I was watching it when it was airing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm too old to be watching Nickelodeon, but goddamn, this show is good. Well, I'm older than you, and I was doing the same thing. <laughs> I was a sophomore in college, like, when it was airing. But I had, like, an eight-year-old sister, so that was my excuse. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I only just watched it. It's one of those things, like, you know the whole, like, oh, I did that before it was cool thing? Right, well, like, when it hit Netflix, it was instantly cool again, right? And everybody's sure. talking about it. But I, I watched it literally right before it came to Netflix. Nice. Literally right before it, I was done with it. And I was like, I did that before it was cool. Well, yeah, I mean, like, it's sort of like these. <laughs> now I, you sound like all the Doctor Who fans I, out there. I am a Doctor Who fan. Uh, me too. Yeah, okay. you fucking stupid fucking bow tie bullshit. Listen, fucking uh, sonic screwdriver, fucking phone like, bull bullshit. It's to be not fair. like I'm. Uh, there was a girl at the grocery store that had a boyfriend that would walk around with the sonic screwdriver. And it's not like I'm that, so. My dad has sonic screwdriver. You have sonic. Screwdriver. <laughs> I had a sonic screwdriver. Um, I had Matt Smith's sonic screwdriver. Sorry. No. Um, but uh, <laughs> his dad's also a Klingon, so it doesn't. My dad's an original Suvian, though, right? Like he's a he's a like nineteen sixty three. You know, what? I bet you wouldn't be saying this if we were talking about like getting Elvish tattooed or whatever. Hey, that's kind of cool. No, but no, my, my problem. My... Oh no, no! Did you just see how quickly he glossed over that? <laughs> No, my, my problem with Doctor Who is I, I don't like it, which is fine. I'm not I'm allowed to not like like, like things. People it's are allowed to like a things. segue into time travel. <laughs> but my problem with Doctor Who is the fact that as soon as the fucking guy with the bow guy came out, everybody loves Doctor Who. It blows up everywhere. Same with Avatar. Like it's like this little thing that no one really knows about. It's because Matt Smith is fucking a great doctor, he, and he you was. would know if you watched it. No, it's, uh, it's, however, I and strange. while I agree with that, right? Matt Smith is arguably my favorite doctor, mm-hmm. but David Tennant has the best episodes. Mm, I don't know. I think Matt Smith's intro. Was Welcome to the like Doctor Who podcast. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you can oh, thank no, you yeah, can like, thank Ian for this. No, yeah, his very first episode, and he's over there. You know, uh, come on, and the Doctor will see you now. You know, um, blah 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 blah. You know, said I didn't tell you you could leave, and he's like, "Did he just scare the aliens away and then call them back?" Blah blah blah. Whatever. Point is, yes. and it's going through all of his faces, and then, and he walks through and he says, "I'm the doctor." Basically, run. Um. Yep. And like, yeah, that intro was badass. Well, I mean, even the part where he was trying the different types of food. Come on, that's yeah. more. That's actually when I fell in love with Matt and, Smith. And he has some of the greatest speeches and and monologues, right? Like the the Pandorica opens monologue and the mm-hmm. um um. 
the his his right before he regenerates, um, you know the whole thing like he's standing there with with Clara right after right before he sees Amy come down the stairs and he's doing the whole speech while pulling off his tie. I mean that was heartfelt. It was. Um, but. I've tried to watch it. It's boring as shit. I, you're wrong. Um, you sound like my research coordinator at the place that I like, can't talk because, about. <laughs> I, I, I'm a nerdy person. I like to try to get into nerdy things. Everybody's like, fucking Doctor Who. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a fucking shot. And you go to watch it, and you're like, God, this is fucking bad. How? What did you watch? Fucking Doctor Who on fucking Netflix. Well, you know what? That's how I felt when I was listening to the audio version of Lord of the Rings. So don't even. You didn't even finish it, so I don't want to hear about <laughs> it. And you didn't even finish it either, so I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Bingo. What do you mean? I you didn't had... finish Doctor Who? I, I like Nick. What'd you do? What'd you do? Watch the first episode of the ninth Doctor's run? I watched run? like three episodes. He's actually way cooler than uh, you give of what, him credit of for. What, of what? Christopher Eccleston's run? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Hey. Big, big ears and. Hey, I liked I liked I, that though. I I, I agree. Chris, I, the CGI was bad. Whatever episode, it was fucking lowbrow. They were bringing it back. They were reviving the series from what it was in the fucking. I think the guy was like bald, maybe. And he's the, nearly. And then the the first episode had some like blonde chick in there. I don't yeah. Rose. Rose. Yeah, and the mannequins that were coming to life and shit. Yeah. Yeah, the, I can and, see why you would get bored with that. And then like they, she kept going back and trying to kept changing shit all the time and it kept getting worse and worse and worse or something. I don't fucking remember. I don't remember well, that part. Either. Yeah, but it was like she, they, because she realized that they have like a time machine so she would go back and try to change one little thing and then Oh, I think like I kind of remember Father's that. Day? I don't fucking remember. It was like the first episode that Because that wasn't up. the first. That was in that season, but I don't right. fucking why. I remember. I just remember that. It's kind of like it's, like it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah, the only shit. the only thing that's coming to mind is when she's trying to see her She's trying to be there when her dad dies. Yeah, okay, that's, that's so what it is. That's like the sixth actually, episode this ties That into, made it that far. So this ties into the spooky episode, actually. You remember the episode? And I I feel horrible because I can't remember which one. But it's the one where you find out the ghost that was haunting the castle is really the astronaut. And it's the ancestor of the person that the doctor is trying to help. Do you remember that Are episode? you talking about from Peter Capaldi's run? I don't remember. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then they're in the. It's ma- been a long time. Or no, that wasn't Capaldi. No, that was the end of Matt Smith. Yeah. Yeah, and they're I think so, because yeah. he has to he has to use a medium to open up a portal, and he goes into like this forest. That's basically how I feel about the afterlife. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and previous to that, when I was a kid, right? So my dad is an atheist. I'll throw that out there. I'm not sure if he was before my mom died, but he was definitely that after. Um, and then. Half my family went to church and the other half didn't. So I grew up being able to think whatever I wanted. And I literally thought that my dreams were windows into the multiverse. I thought when I dreamt about myself, it was me like looking in on my other self's life or like a different possibility. And so I sincerely believed that shit till I was like old enough to realize that uh, that's probably not the case. Okay. So let me ask something. How do you feel about, how do you feel about time? Do you think of it as linear do you think it as cyclical um is it cause to effect like the possibility of time travel i guess cyclical is the easiest way to put it um but carlo rivali wrote the order of time which i just finished reading and a couple other books and he basically described it as linear um within a circle so like a dvd how a dvd works or a record or yeah. whatever but instead of moving circularly the line the light line would just be coming straight out okay so like when you think about time travel if time is linear and time travel exists mm-hmm. then in theory, we could know about it right now, even well, if it doesn't exist in this point in time. I know that. That's how What's-His-Face, Stephen Hawking, disproved time travel, right? By throwing that party that he put up flyers for, saying, like, it's going to be on this date. And he had it fully catered and everything. And when no one showed up, he was basically like, oh, time travel doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, so that's what I mean. Like, if time travel was, if time was linear and time travel existed, we should, in theory, be able to know about it right now, even if it doesn't exist in this time. Because... That person that invented it in our future can travel backwards linear, mm-hmm. uh, backwards linearly, linearly through time. But maybe they can't go backwards. But maybe, maybe that's because time is actually cyclical, mm-hmm. and it's it has to go around before it comes back. And he hasn't made it to this part because it's actually not this same cycle. Mm-hmm. It's a different cycle, um, and we're in a different cycle of this time. It could happen, or you could think of it. In the uh, 
similar to the butterfly effect situation, but different to where instead of you go back and you, oh, you step on a butterfly and it, and it fucks up the entire timeline, what if it doesn't fuck up the existing timeline? What if it branches into a new timeline, thus creating the multiverse? Well, isn't that the whole Marvel theory? It could uh, be. Uh, in Loki or whatever? I haven't watched Loki. Oh, good Lord. You can't talk about time without watching Loki. Well, I would argue against that, but okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it it's really good, actually. And they that's the whole point and purpose of Loki is to talk about time. Yeah, because they're like time agents or some shit, right? And, I mean, and you know, the branching of but, time. But maybe, maybe that's what it does. Maybe that's how the multiverse is created, that somebody goes back and instead of... And instead of it affecting this timeline, this timeline remains intact. And what we know today mm -hmm. stays what we know today. But because somebody went back to this point and fucked something up, it created an entirely new branch of the timeline. And now that timeline is fucked. Sure. I mean, anything's possible. Right. But we'll never know. Right. Well, realistically, we wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh Okay, so there is an Unsolved Mysteries podcast, like a legit one. There's a lot of good podcasts that we're talking she about. She listens to yeah. all podcasts, not, not ours. It's not ours, yeah. No, I, I have your podcast saved. There are just some things I don't want to know about Chris. Are you subscribed? Yeah, but there's just some things I don't want to know about Chris. Like uh, buying flashlights. Episode and... 17. <laughs> well, if you tell me which ones to avoid, then... Uh... They're in the title, for Christ's sakes. Avoid the masturbation <laughs> proclamation. When I put on podcasts, I usually hit play, and then I'll do something for a period of hours and not bother looking at the titles of specific episodes. Okay, so like every hour or so, just look up. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, there's a podcast that, like, it's made by the people who made the original show, different narrator. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the episodes has to do with... Um, like one of the first episodes, it was a guy in Canada who was like a mechanical genius. He was like a historical um, restorationist of like things that were mechanical. And he basically believed he could build a spaceship and that he was meeting with aliens who were going to take him all across the universe and through time. And then, but when he came back, it'd be way later. Uh, he said he would he was going for four years, but because it was travel through space and time works differently in space, we would be like 160 mm -hmm. when he came back. So therefore we wouldn't know. Yeah. So he's still gone. And that's what the mystery is like, cause they don't know what happened to him. He basically walked off the face of the earth. Like they've never found his vehicle. They never found what he built. They never found anything. And he had like a hot pink truck. And I'm looking at Chris because it's something Chris would drive. To be fair, though, they also <laughs> haven't found uh, Brian Laundry either. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, I know. I don't <laughs> even want to talk about that. <laughs> they also haven't found Although, um, who knows? Jimmy by the time Hoffa, this, right? By the time this airs, maybe they will have found him. Who knows? Yeah. But, yeah, they yeah, haven't they found got, Jimmy Hoffa. They got Dog Bounty Hunter on the case. You know what? As soon as I found <laughs> that out, I was like, that guy's fucked. <laughs> you know, Dog's actually about to be in a lot of trouble for that. I'm surprised he's not dead. To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised. No, if he is. no I heard, like I heard dog, dog the bounty hunter, oh, him, not yeah. what's his face. You're married. I heard that he was going to be getting TV shows and shit now because of all this. Well, he's about to be in a lot of trouble because he can't. Even if he catches the guy, he can't arrest him. He doesn't because uh, there isn't a bounty on him. Ergo, he can't arrest him, and he doesn't have proper licensing to arrest. Citizens' arrests isn't actually. A real thing in this aspect, he can't he can't say, detain him because there's no. It depends on what state he's in. You can do a civil arrest. You have to be in a cer in certain states, just yeah. like civil unions are only valid in certain states. Yeah, I'm sure that's possible, but I mean, in in most normal situations, he has no grounds to actually detain him because technically, Doctor well, Phil only has a bachelor's in psychology. Yeah, and he's not a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. He's not a licensed therapist. Hey, but no you know what? Catch me outside. Been. How about that? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Um, but now she's a fucking millionaire. Yeah, I know, right? Could you fucking imagine? Well, so is Dr. Phil. I just heard some horrifying statistics that his, like, uh, reruns and, like, syndicated TV shows gather, like, millions and millions of views still, and that just fucking breaks my heart. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Dr. Phil. Even on those days when you stay home sick from school. Like, I watched Jerry and Maury. I've I watched, not the whole episode, but I watched one clip from Dr. Phil, and it was this... Guy who wanted to be the next like horrorcore rapper, so Doctor Phil got Violent J from the Insane Clown Posse to go on there and like, dude, you fucking suck. Damn, Get, uh, fix your life. Talk dude. about crushing dreams, bro. I just you reminded me of something I did earlier this week, and it was um try to patiently explain 
in a Facebook group that Faygo is not an off-brand soda and it's not an Aldi brand either. And ICP loves it. And I had to, I had to admit to myself that uh, ICP loves Faygo. So I, I don't know. It just, it, it really disheartens me that they're so heavily associated with that soda. Yeah, and Faygo wants nothing to do with them. Yeah. Faygo's like, know. fucking stop. Yeah, I hear they have a documentary coming out, right, uh, about the whole, like, FBI calling them a gang thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't about that. I don't remember what it's called now at this point, but yeah, they have a documentary coming out. Yeah. <sighs> I, I loosely st- stay tuned to that era, that spot to see what's going on. I pretty much don't, admittedly. Spotify tries to get you back in though. Spotify has tried to hook me in there. They'd be playing some old bangers, man. And just talk about homie. God damn it, guys. <laughs> I can't relate. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spotify got me fucked up though. They got me introduced to this dude, uh, Whit Lowry. I'd never heard of before, but man, he's like ringing in my ears lately. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. I lost track of everything I was about to say. You guys went on a whole fucking time time travel, travel, (laughs) Doctor Who bullshit. One could argue that time travel is spooky. Yeah, I guess. Um, Do you still have you listened to any of the old Art Bell like episodes? He had this show, but well, George Norrie still has it, I think. The Coast to Coast AM. Mm -hmm. Um, Art Bell was like the original host and Basically, what he did was give an audience to, like, all kinds of people who would call in and be like, yo, I time traveled from such and such, and this is where I'm at now, and um, or people who want to talk about witchcraft or aliens or all that. And he was an AM radio host. He had his station. He broadcast from Pahrump, Nevada, like, in the middle of the desert, and then also from the Philippines because he moved there for okay. a while. You can find his stuff online. If you listen to it, it's it's all about that. And you're right, it is spooky as shit. <laughs> yeah, there was the one thing I saw, I think it was like through Nukes Top 5 or one of those channels, where like a guy, I, don't know, I guess he woke up one day and he was walking around this, this town, which is like like a new town. It's not like a dead town, but it's fully deserted. No cars, no nothing. And he was claiming that he went forward in time and that there was nothing left. And he was like somehow there. His phone was still contacting us back in this time. But he would walk around and take pictures like, no, He's like, tell me a location to go to in this area. And they're like, yeah, go here. And he's like, fucking ain't nobody here. Ain't nothing fucking here. Huh. There are all kinds of reports like that, actually. They're, yeah, like, he was documenting it through, like, TikTok or some shit. Fucking I, TikTok. I heard a story about someone who went to a hotel, and they walked in and asked for a room, but this hotel was, like, I don't know, lit up, and people were dressed like they were from a different era, and they felt like they'd literally just stepped back in time. And after they stayed the night in the hotel and left, they tried to tell somebody else about it, and they're like, what the hell are you talking about? And they went back to the spot, and it wasn't that. It was just overgrown, forested, you know what I mean? Maybe that guy was on acid. So, I mean, it's possible, right? There's also, you know, mental illnesses like schizophrenia, schizoaffective disorder, all sorts of things. You know, I used to have a... There's unspecified psychosis, which affects more people than you would imagine. I had a I had a buddy, um, you know, one of my closest friends growing up. His uncle uh, thought he was God. Yeah, well, actually, religious delusions are not uncommon. They're the most common among schizophrenics. Yeah, God or the devil doesn't yeah. matter. It's like she was telling me about the uh, the three Jesuses of Ipsy. Well, there's yeah. three Jesuses in Ipsy. They're worth the three Jesuses of Ypsilanti. There's a book about it. Um, Man, I'm gonna have to start reading shit now. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm admittedly I, have it. I am admittedly it. not the well versed. Uh, I'm not that well versed in books and documentaries I, and I shit like reading. that, right? But like, damn, I'm gonna have to start getting into this shit. I started talking about time travel the other day, thinking to myself, like, man, I got to go back to school and finish my degree in, like, physics and do, like, quantum engineering or something like that. Dude, I will be your biggest cheerleader if you go back to school. I've been talking about it forever. It's just difficult. It's just difficult. I don't have time for this. You can tell me to go back to school. (laughs) Man, I made time. I hear you. But I made time. I um, was, when I was working with Chris, actually, before I had a heart, that's what drove me out of work was my heart attack. So I was working full time parenting a then three-year-old, not married, but living with Adam and then going to school full time. So it was difficult, but I did it. I wasn't, I probably wasn't a hundred percent in any of the areas, truth be told, except for school, because I enjoyed that. (laughs) So, so what you're telling me. You can is the success do it. to doing this. Hear me out. Success is to have a heart attack. Well, I guess so. 
It's in cheeseburgers? <laughs> Honestly. Let's... Hey, it, I mean, it took me out of work, but now I'm working again. You know what I mean? And I'm about to go to more graduate school. Okay. So, you know, and then I still have to parent, and now I'm married, so I still have to wife. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> That's a term. I have to wife. I don't, I don't believe in yeah. that. Yeah, I, I respect to. it, but I don't believe in it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even go into it, but I'll introduce you to my husband sometime, and you guys can talk about what that term means. <laughs> Do you make him sandwiches? Just curious. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, my husband's a vegetarian, so he makes his own very odd sandwiches. First off, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I didn't say I was a vegetarian. I, I understand, but okay. I'm sure that makes uh, meal planning in the home a little bit more difficult kind of you have to at minimum prepare two meals no i don't you just eat the vegetarian meals <laughs> or i don't prepare the meals at all which is fair <laughs> but like I'm, I'm talking about unless you're eating vegetarian too yeah I mostly at, do. at minimum there are gonna be two meals made in the house i mostly do that's i'm but sorry he's like a junketarian he'll eat an entire box of cereal for dinner and when he does that then i make steak you know, you know, I respect eating an entire box of cereal for dinner. Um, <laughs> I still to this day occasionally keep a box of like Reese's Puffs next to the bed. He just finished <laughs> off a box of Reese's Puffs, pumpkins, and bats the Ooh. other day. <laughs> you, but you also eat the fucking fucking uh, peanut butter jelly pre-made sandwiches. Too. The Uncrustables? Don't fucking knock those Uncrustables. Yeah, you shouldn't actually. They're Fuck pretty off. good. <laughs> they are amazing. You no, put them in the I, freezer too. I literally just had this discussion with a mom friend of mine because we were at Costco and I was debating whether or not I should get the giant box <laughs> for like 11 bucks. 10 count minimum. But then I always feel really bad because I'm not actually making my kid the easiest fucking thing there is to make. I'm just pulling it out of the freezer and giving it to her. But she eats them frozen. I do too. Yeah. yeah. I did that once. I got really stoned and I ate one frozen. It Look, was like the to best be, thing To ever. be fair, you feel bad because you're not preparing the easiest sandwich for your child. Think about me. I just eat them. I don't even give them to my child. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of awesome. I mean, they're there. If he wants one, he can have one. But like... You'd be fighting in the middle of the night. No, kid, it's that's the last Uncrustable. <laughs> <laughs> fighting him over it. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, though. Like, I mean, don't knock the Uncrustables. And I'm knocking it. Yeah, like, yeah. Some people just don't know what they got. Says the guy that buys so, fucking. Says you know this guy. This guy eats like fucking uh, tombstone pizzas and shit. And, hey, <laughs> when you're on a budget. Oh man. And I switched to Red Baron. And Jacks. I don't buy those. That dumb bitch buys them. <laughs> and they're still sitting in my fucking freezer. And she tried to make them the other night. She's like, want, want, want one of these pizzas for dinner? Like, no. You can go eat that and shove it down your fucking face and go die in a hole. Oh I'm going to McDonald's. Because <laughs> that's better. <laughs> I almost hate to hear how you talk about other people behind their backs, Chris. Jeez. You should hear some of the fucked up shit he says about you. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I believe it. I'm just kidding. No, I believe it. <laughs> uh, these, are two most people, these are two people I care the most about in this world. Other than my, my father and my sister. That's actually adorable. Thank you. I'm not going to thank you. Well, <laughs> well, what the fuck you? All right, I'm ending this then. We've been in, we've, I, I need to thank you or it's ending. No, no, no. We've, we've, been, we've been in this for too long. <laughs> it's, been, it's been 26 years. You're not going to thank you. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> yeah, just cut me right off of the yeah, bike. Fuck off. Yeah, man. You're my best friend in the whole world. You know, I don't got to thank you for shit. <laughs>